Welcome to On Fighting in Thailand, the best news and analysis covering the economics and infrastructure of Muay Thai. I'm Matt Lucas, journalist, commentator, and ex-Muay Thai fighter. Make stronger fighters, make stronger people. Today we will be talking to Omar Halalbi as part of our series on Muay Thai Gram-sponsored athletes. This will be the last in the series, and we will wrap up the year in the next episode and start Season 3 in early January. As always, if you'd like to reach me, you can follow me on Instagram, Matt Lucas Muay Thai, or email me at a period Matt period Lucas at gmail.com. Thanks to everyone that has supported the podcast so far, sharing re- reviews, uh, leaving reviews, sharing the podcast. If you'd like to leave a review, that would be super helpful. You can do so on the iTunes store. I want to thank a few people, Vinny Scotto, Patrick Rivera, Dave Brooks, Sean Madden with Del Galano, and Chris Tran for helping me get going with my camera earlier this year. I was able to take some great photos the other night at Road to One at World CM Stadium. That stadium has excellent lighting. Uh, Road to One is a development show that is still in its pilot stages. It's for one championship. The stadium is over in the mall in Bangkapi area of Bangkok. I also went to Lumpini Stadium last night for the 64th anniversary of the stadium. There were some great fights on there, including Kulab Dam uh, taking on Shadow. Uh, Kulab Dam won by knockout. It was a great bout. Also, Tonon Chai Fairtex took on. Uh, Recon, uh, PK Sanchai, that was a good close bout as well. Um, so really appreciate those guys for helping me out. Also, after years of hard work, studying, and being in the game, I published a book. It is almost a year old now. It is I'm Fighting in Thailand, a guide to the mother sport. Uh, a guide to the sport in the motherland it is available on Amazon. It has a series of interviews with long-term expat fighters, including Michael Savas, Willie Whipple, Lisa Brealy, and others. It helps educate and guide careers by helping people understand the game. Thanks to my sponsors, Nakmoy Legends, for their continued support of the show. They create some great Muay Thai apparel with portions of the proceeds going back to the legends they celebrate. All the superstars have been paid for their images as well. You can check out their gear at www.nakmoylegends.com. Thanks, as always, to Patrick Rivera for helping me get this show started. I really appreciate his support. So this interview is about Omar Halalbi, one of the uh, Muay Thai Gram-sponsored athletes. I first came across Omar when he was at Petsamon. He was fighting somewhat regularly at Max, and so I definitely noticed him. A lot of the foreigners, they'll only fight once or twice. Omar fought a bunch of times. And then when he was thinking about moving gyms, he contacted me. So uh, we've done some really cool things so far. We've gone to Lumpini together, Raja Demnern, um, and really seen him grow. He's very, very hardworking, and I'm really happy to have helped him with his career so far and being just being a part of it. So without further ado, the interview with Omar Halalbi. Thank you, Omar, for coming on the show today. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. 
So you've been doing Muay Thai for quite some time now. How old are you? You're 22? I'm 22 now, yeah. And how did you actually get started? Uh, at first I started uh, with Taekwondo. Maybe in summer school I used to do Taekwondo. But later my father used to do Karate. Uh, in the same gym he used to do Karate at uh, was training Muay Thai. Mm -hmm. So he put me and my brothers uh, into Muay Thai classes and I liked it. How far along did you get in Taekwondo? Mm, not much. I, I don't even remember the Taekwondo days. I was uh, so young. <laughs> yeah, it was just for fun. Yeah. What about your dad? How well or how far along did he get in karate and whatnot? I don't know exactly because I don't know like the rankings in karate, mm -hmm. but, but he was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then he got injured uh, and he couldn't uh, do it anymore. And so when did you start in Muay Thai? I started Muay Thai, I was around 8 years old. Oh, pretty young. Yeah, but uh, in Lebanon, of course, it's not the same. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it's more like kickboxing, uh, not too much clinching. Of course, they don't focus on the elbows. It was still new in Lebanon, it's not uh, like now. Mm -hmm. Has uh, it developed a lot more in Lebanon? Yeah, it developed more. Sure, it's not at the level uh, of Thailand. It's not mm. very high level, but it's still... Because uh, Lebanese people come to Thailand, they have training camps, mm -hmm. so they learn more. Have there been a lot of Lebanese fighters out here? I mean, yeah. I, I only know a couple. You, Yasmin, who's in America, and... Yeah. Oh, oh the guy from Australia. From Australia, Ibrahim, yeah. Ibrahim yeah. Busaleh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh, like, uh, like Ibrahim, he, when he moved to Australia, he came to Thailand. And I think he fought also in Thailand before, but amateur uh, competition. It was uh, World Muay Thai Federation. And the Lebanese people, like every now and then, they send a group of people or a team to the IFMA World Championships. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Ibrahim was in IFMA and I think he did okay. I can't yeah, I remember. think last year he fought at IFMA, but I can't remember the, yeah. what was the result. But before he had a gold medal in the World Muay Thai Federation, mm -hmm. and uh, we fought in Lebanon also. Oh, did you it, fought him? I fought him, yeah, I lost by points. Uh. It was my first fight, Class A. Uh -huh. Uh, he fought before, he won the World Muay Thai Federation before, mm -hmm. like he had more experience than me. Mm -hmm. I was only fighting uh, youth championship mm -hmm. uh, and I fought at the Class A uh, championship and he defeated me. But he's it was a good fight. Yeah, mm -hmm. he, he's pretty tricky. He's, uh, yeah, he is. He likes kicking left, left yeah. kick. <laughs> what, are you guys still the same weight? Uh, no, when we fought it was at 57 kilo. Uh -huh. I don't know how he's still the same. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I fight now around 60, 59. Yeah, I think you could do 58 if you want. Maybe I can do 58, yeah. yeah. But then uh, maybe not at the stadium if I check weight one day before. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so, how many fights in total did you have in Lebanon and what was it like fighting out there? I started at a young age, but you know, the championships weren't that big uh -huh. uh, the amateur championships like I was eight years old we used to fight but uh, uh, put a head guard uh, no punching on the face you know mm -hmm. many rules but overall I had around 20 amateur fights uh -huh. in one. 
So a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I had, uh, yeah, I have like three gold medals in the youth championship. Mm-hmm. I have two silver medals in the class A championship. Uh, yeah, and later on I moved to Thailand. Yeah, w- let's uh, talk a bit about that. When did you first come out to Thailand? Uh, I came out to Thailand first in 2018. I came before, but just for fun, for a vacation. I I trained in Phuket, but I was mm-hmm. uh, also on a vacation, so going to the beach. I wasn't so focused on training. Mm-hmm. But later in 2000, 2018, uh, I came to Saman Gym, and mm-hmm. I was serious about I stayed for like 10 months, and I was only fighting. Yeah, why did you end up choosing Petsaman? Uh, Yusuf uh, was uh, a fan of uh, Phoenix president, mm-hmm. Shahe, Mr. Shahe. Uh, so he introduced me to him. Mm-hmm. I wanted to move to Thailand, but I didn't know much about uh, living in Thailand and mm-hmm. which gym to choose and where to fight. So I talked to Mr. Shahe, Mr. Shahe talked to Yusuf, mm-hmm. and uh, we worked it out. So you knew the owner of Phoenix? Yeah, Phoenix. And Phoenix then he uh, recommended uh, Yusuf. Yusuf. Yeah, uh. yeah. And so you were there for 10 months. How many fights did you have? In 10 months, I had uh, out 10 every month I had yeah. a fight. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I had less than 10 fights, but uh, because also before, the, before I stayed for 10 months, I came for two months mm-hmm. and I had two fights. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. pretty good. So in one year, um, ten, ten fights. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Because so y- you know injuries. You, yeah. You can't always uh, be relaxed and good. No injuries. Yeah. Mm. I I think out here, you know, about eight to ten fights is ideal for a year, but you know, six or more is like okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. How yeah. many fights have you had this year so far? Four or five. This no, year four. with COVID, I've had three fights. Three. Yeah, so I'm probably, training for my fourth fight. Yeah, four, four yeah. fights for the year, which it's not bad. Uh, that's not bad considering. For this year, yeah. yeah, for yeah. this year, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I know some other people have, have fought more, but you know that's. Yeah, at four least fights is pretty good. Yeah, for at least in time I, I can't fight. Yeah, some exactly. They can't fight. Yeah. So what? Um, what was training at Petsamon like? What did you like about it? Um, it's out here in Patia and it's a yeah. pretty well-known gym, but um, yeah, could you talk about it a little? Yeah, in the beginning it was uh, it was tough. It was difficult for me because I I hadn't had uh, I haven't had any training camp in Thailand, mm-hmm. so it was difficult for me. Uh, I saw the training as tough. Uh, maybe now I see it easier because I've been here for a long mm-hmm. time. But it was good. We focused a lot on sparring. Uh, we used to spar a lot, and uh, there was uh, a lot of uh, good trainers, mm. like experienced trainers. They were the trainers of Yusuf and Yasin, mm-hmm. and they used to help us too. Yeah, some uh, um, the main trainer for Yusuf, Samat. Samat is yeah. very very good. Yeah, he's very good, and he's so tricky. And he was. Uh, he was a dominant champion and he stopped fighting at like 20 years old. Really? Yeah, he stopped early, but he was very good. Yeah. Even now, if you spar with him, he's really he's good. very good. Yeah. Yeah, I remember doing pads with him once and I was like, oh, I understand where Yusuf gets a lot of his tricks yeah, and stuff exactly. from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they like also, they spar together and mm. it's really nice to watch. 
Yeah, I think Yusuf doesn't get as much credit as he deserves for. He's actually a pretty technical fighter. Yeah, he you is. Know, he's yeah, he's tough. He's aggressive, yeah. but he's also technical yeah. because he doesn't only fight a Thai fight or entertainment shows. Mm -hmm. He has the Ashdamnin belt, the Lumpini belt, the Omnoi belt. So yeah, he's no foreigner has <laughs> all these belts. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of being smart and managing yourself well to get that many belts as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, so you were there for 10 months. Um, where did you mainly fight and what were the fights like? Uh, at the beginning, I was only fighting at max. Mm -hmm. I started in the weekday shows, mm -hmm. the global fight. Uh, then I moved to the weekend shows. Mm. Uh, later on, I fought, uh, I had a fight at Lumpini but I got an infection, staph mm. infection in my in my hand, so I thought the that fight was, was cancelled. Oh, okay. Yeah, the fight got cancelled, so later <coughs> on I had a fight at Rajdamnin Stadium. Mm -hmm. I was still not 100%, mm -hmm. uh, uh, it didn't heal 100%, but I wanted to fight because mm -hmm. it has been like two months, no fights. Yeah. So I fought at Rajdamnin, I couldn't punch much. Uh, and I lost the fight by points. It was a good fight and good experience for mm -hmm. me. Yeah, what was it like fighting at Roger Dimmern? You've been there twice now. Yeah, I've been there twice. Uh, one time I fought a Thai guy who was so technical, mm -hmm. and one time I fought Iran Iranian guy. Mm -hmm. He was also good. Uh, I lost both fights, but uh, I learned from them. Mm -hmm. What do you think you learned? I learned that uh, the scoring system is different, mm -hmm. like especially the first fight it was uh, a bit surprising for me. Mm -hmm. Like I was landing punches on my opponent but he was kicking me, I wasn't blocking a lot so after the fight I lost the fight mm -hmm. by points. Mm -hmm. And when I watched the video I saw why I lost the fights, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I should have blocked more. Mm -hmm. um, and then you were at Petsamon for 10 months, did you go back home or did you come to Fairtex after that? Yeah, after 10 months I went back home. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, a long trip for me because it was the first time yeah. staying but 10 months here. 10 yeah. months is a, yeah. is a while for sure. Yeah, exactly. So I went back uh, home for like one month, mm -hmm. like not a long time. Yeah, that's not long yeah. at all. Yeah, and I came back, I came back to Petsaman for a month. Mm -hmm. And uh, later, uh, I came to Fairtex. Mm -hmm. And what was it like going home for that month? Was it like, I mean, you'd been abroad for 10 months. It's yeah, quite a long it time. It was good uh, seeing my family, seeing my friends again. And uh, also, I, I was training. I didn't stop training, for mm -hmm. sure. I was training mostly with my brother also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your brother fights as well, or he used he, to fight? He used to fight. Uh, he fought Michael Savas a He long fought time. Michael Savas. So, yeah. First professional fight for Savas and first professional fight for my brother. Yeah. He wasn't so prepared and uh, he wasn't so experienced, but it was uh, it was a good yeah. good one. Savas has a lot of um, amateur experience as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, also when the promoter told uh, my brother's trainer that he has a fight, he told him it's his first professional fight. So my brother thought, okay, it would be yeah. equal. My yeah. first professional fight, he's the same. But he had like a hundred amateur <laughs> <Yeah>. fights <laughs> that we didn't know about. But yeah. it was a good experience. Yeah, Savas is quite experienced, especially for a foreigner. Uh, some of, you know, a decent amount of foreigners now have a 
fair amount of experience. Yeah, yeah, but uh, right now I think uh, Savas uh, is like in, on the top list of yeah. foreign fighters. For sure. So, um, you came, you decided to move over to Fairtex. Uh, what made you make that decision and what was it like at first coming to Fairtex? Uh, so at first, uh, one of the reasons I didn't want to change uh, from Pattaya because mm -hmm. like I stayed 10 months here mm -hmm. and I got used to it, I know everything so it became like my second home. Mm -hmm. uh, so I talked to you, mm -hmm. I contacted you, I know you from Max Multi mm -hmm. Stadium, I contacted you, I knew that you work at Vertex. So I asked you about more information, the price of training, mm -hmm. about sponsorship, and I came here. And of course, one of the reasons is, is that Fertix Gym is a, is a big gym and a big mm -hmm. name. Yeah. And I know many fighters from there. I used to watch them. Yeah, for sure. What do you like about Patia? I mean, you've been here for two years now. Yeah, I think. Like I don't do any activities. I don't go out. <laughs> I just train. But uh, it's it's easy. Like you just turn on your motorbike and you just move around. You go massage. Wanna go? I don't know anywhere. It's just mm -hmm. so easy. I don't think it's the same as Bangkok. More mm -hmm. traffic. Uh, a big city. You know, mm -hmm. it's more difficult. Have you spent a lot of time in Bangkok? No, only I never went to Bangkok except before my fights yeah like I I never just went to Bangkok and stayed like mm. for a week yeah you should do it sometime what I mean you're also a bit different like I feel a lot of people don't like Patia because they do go out and they sort of get sucked into yeah yeah but me you know I, I don't go out <laughs> so so it's the same for me Pattaya or Bangkok is just the transportation is easier here. yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely easier less traffic and yeah. a bit nicer the roads are bigger and yeah, yeah not exactly. so congested um and you lived off campus for quite a while what was your living situation like at first yeah i was living in the same uh, same place i used to live when i was staying at Petsaman. Mm -hmm. so i used to come every day every morning every afternoon to vertex it takes about five to ten minutes it depends on the traffic and yeah, traffic nothing. lights yeah, yeah but it's not that far uh, I used to pay monthly around uh, 6,000 baht, maybe less, it depends on the electricity. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was good, it wasn't that bad, it was good. What was the room like? Was it a, a basic uh, it, it had everything, yeah, it, uh, big bed, it had mm -hmm. a TV, it had an AC, so I don't need anything more. Mm -hmm. um, and so you've been at Fairtex for a little over a year now, where have you fought and what has that been like? Uh, I continued to fight at Max Muay Thai. Uh, I've had two fights at Max in the beginning when I moved to Vertex. Oh, yeah. Then uh, I wanted to move to the stadium scene. Mm -hmm. So I fought at Lumpini. Mm -hmm. uh, I won the fight. I fought. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I fought the Chinese. I won by points. Uh, I fought again against the Thai. I won by knockout. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, one. the first round. Uh, and then I wanted to continue on the stadium scene mm -hmm. in Bangkok, so we moved to Rajdamne Stadium, Pachindi show mm -hmm. was uh, uh, against the Iranian opponent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I lost by points. I started a little bit slow. I could have uh, won for sure, mm -hmm. uh, but I started slow. What was it like fighting at Lumpini? Yeah, I liked fighting at Lumpini even more than Rajdamne Stadium because. Uh, 
I think like the st- scoring system is the same, but I think at Lumpini they like more action. Mm-hmm. You know, move forward more, not just go back and land kicks. Mm-hmm. No more moving forward, and I liked it at Lumpini. Yeah, that's generally true. They encourage a little more like the aggression. Yeah, not like entertainment shows, but they encourage more yeah. the, than Rajdan Stadium. Yeah, Roger Demner seems like the most technical yeah. than Lumpini, than Channel 7. Yeah, Channel 7. Is yeah. Channel 7, they definitely like the fighters to fight. Yeah. But then it's but like the entertainment shows is like the most yeah. aggressive. Yeah, but Channel 7, uh, I wish I could fight there, but uh, it's only for ties, yeah. I think, now. Yeah. I think a long time ago, Juan Mario, Juan Martin might have fought there. Yeah, even Yusuf. Yeah, Yusuf, Yusuf fought for the Channel 7 belt. Oh really? Yeah. Ooh, did he win or do you know? I think he happened? lost. Yeah, yeah, he lost. Whatever. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. But I think it was uh, because of his shoulder injury. Oh yeah. yeah. He, he has a bad shoulder. So what? Um, so you fought a few stadium fights and then you fought at Max as well. Um, what is it like fighting at Max regularly? Uh, I like fighting at Max because because it's an entertainment show. They mm-hmm. like exciting fights. And I like to have an exciting fight. Mm-hmm. So I like to move forward. I like m- more action. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see you near, uh, near my room? So <laughs> I just turn on the motorbike. 10 minutes, I'm at the stadium. Yeah. It's easier for me than to go two days before the fight to Bangkok and uh, rent a room. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easier. Uh, and the fights also, like, uh, I'm developing. Like, each fight, they give me a better opponent. Mm-hmm. Like, for now, I fought for uh, champions, mm-hmm. Max Muay Thai champions. So it's a good experience for me. Yeah, you fought, um, who, Petnerlin was the last one, and then... Petnerlin, was the last one. Uh, yeah, but before that was... Petnerlin, yeah. yeah, and I fought also Hinchai. Oh, yeah, was it Hinchai, the one that was bigger at 61 kilos? No, at 61 kilos, he wasn't the champion, it was, I forgot, Kaukarat. Oh, yeah, Kaukarat, yeah. yeah. That was pretty good though. It he was, was a, a lot fight. bigger than you. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and also one month after our fight, uh, he was fighting at 64 kilos. <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, he cut a lot of weight when he fought. And was it at 64 kilos at max? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's day before weigh-ins too. Yeah, so, so he, he's he like was big. Yeah. <laughs> so and that's and like I don't think about myself like I'm small, but uh, he was big. Yeah. I felt his power. <laughs> Uh, what, what is sort of the difference between, say, fighting the some of the champion or higher level guys at max and fighting the normal guys? Uh, it depends. It's uh, it's not always the same. Like uh, maybe you fight a champion and uh, the next fight you fight uh, someone who's not a champion, mm-hmm. but he fought in the tournament and he lost. Mm-hmm. But like I fought Montien Sitmonchai, he's not a champion, but he was a good opponent. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was better than. Uh, uh, Hinshai, mm-hmm. who was a champion, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter champion or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what, how, what did you think about your fight with Pat Nolan, uh, Satian Muay Thai? Yeah, I was I was already excited for this fight because I watched him, like uh, I was on YouTube. I put his name. All his fights, super bonus. He got mm-hmm. cut. He cut his opponent. He knocked <laughs> him out. So I was excited because he likes fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, he's tough. So I was excited for the fight and I prepared well for him. And uh, I won by knockout in the third round after uh, after two rounds of good action. Yeah. yeah. 
What what do you do for preparation for your fights? How has it changed over time? The the preparation is the same uh, morning training and afternoon training. But I always add some things because I adapt for uh, the things that I used to do before. Mm-hmm. Like I used to do five rounds on pads. Now I do eight mm-hmm. because five rounds becomes easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do more bag work. Uh, I clinch every morning, every afternoon, mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes uh, we do sparring. It depends on who's preparing for fights mm-hmm. and uh, who's free for sparring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I lift weights after the Muay Thai training. Yeah. Just to gain some strength. You do a lot of box sparring. Do you like that? It's two days a week here at Fairtex. Yeah. Yeah, I like it because... Uh, Especially on the entertainment shows, you need good boxing mm-hmm. because it's always close distance. So you need good boxing, and I like it because I'm I'm sparring with uh, people like Semapech, mm-hmm. with Ferrari, with Tong, who are very good fighters and have good boxing. So I learn a lot from them. Yeah, what are some of the things you've learned, or what are the ways that you've improved your boxing? Uh, I forgot to mention also the trainer uh, Andreas. So we have a boxing oh, trainer yeah. at mm-hmm. the gym, yeah. So he helped me a lot also. Uh, he likes me to use more combination, not just power punches. So he always uh, reminds me to throw a long combination mm. in sparring and in fight. Oh, really? Yeah. That's good advice, especially for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think you're able to land more combinations now? Yeah, yeah, mm. I, I, I feel much better, yeah. Because a lot of times the Thai guys, like, they just do power exactly yeah like strong left hook Mm -hmm. or strong right punch but uh, if you just move a little bit it doesn't land that's why so more than one punch and what is it like sparring with some of the guys like samapet or ferrari or tong yeah i like also not boxing sparring with them i like muay thai sparring with them Mm -hmm. because they are stadium uh, fighters and champions Uh, like samapet is a channel seven champion uh, Ferrari uh, is a good fighter. Yeah, he's Lumpini, very good. Yeah, and Chan Seven champion also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I like Muay Thai sparring with them. So I see how they move around, how they block everything. Mm-hmm. Have you sparred that much with uh, Tonon Chai? Yeah, I just moved to Fertix uh, a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did couple sparring with him. Uh, I like his style because he is a power puncher. Also, mm-hmm. he likes boxing. Uh, I I sparred with him. Yeah, it was good. Are you guys the same weight? He's a little bigger, right? He's a little bigger. Yeah. 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 And you clinch a lot as well. Um, do you feel like when you came to Thailand, you knew a lot about clinching, or what not was at all? No, yeah, no, no, no. It's it's different. Like if I look when I first came to Thailand, how I was and how I am now, it's it's much different. Mm-hmm. Uh, like. Okay, I was using my strength in my arms, but I didn't know what to do. When to knee, how to knee, where to land the knee, uh, how to sweep. So now it's different. Now I do 20 minutes. I I know what I'm doing inside Mm -hmm. the clinch. Did you learn a lot from Petsamon and then Fairtex? Or was was it just a general gradual progression? Or what was that like? Yeah, I learned a lot from Petsamon because it was uh, my first experience in Thailand mm-hmm. uh, the, the trainers were Thai but the fighters were all uh, Moroccan or from France but the Thai trainers helped us a lot and it was I spent 
10 months of course I learned a lot there mm-hmm. uh, and when I came to Fertix it, the thing that changed is that I was clinching with ties I was sparring with ties mm-hmm. so I, I was still developing more and more how is that different from working with foreigners it's different because uh, the ties are fighting at the stadium mm-hmm. so they know what they are doing they know how to clinch they know the rules the scoring system with foreigners like Okay, it's it's a good sparring, tough sparring, but like you land the kick, he doesn't block, mm-hmm. you know. So you don't learn a lot from them. Mm-hmm. It's different with the ties. Yeah. Um. So talk a little bit. I know this year has a little been a bit slow for you because of COVID, but in general, how often are you fighting? What is sort of your fight process like? Uh, I. I uh, I fight every four to five weeks, maybe three weeks. It depends. Uh, like now, I finished my fight at Max with Petr Pataya. I already had a fight at Transit Stadium on the 27th. Mm-hmm. But uh, in addition to that, I got cut in the fight and they mm-hmm. took uh, a break for one week. Mm-hmm. After I came back to training, I had a motorbike accident. Mm-hmm. It was a small one, uh, but I had some wounds, so I couldn't train for a couple of days. So I preferred not fighting because I only had two weeks to train uh, for the fight. Mm -hmm. But usually it's four to five weeks. Yeah. Do you like that? And do you would you want to fight more often or less often? Or Uh, I'm I'm like always ready to fight, but I like to concentrate on each fight. Mm Like, uh, okay, I, I fight maybe next week. I know I can fight one week later, mm-hmm. but no, I prefer to take my time, mm-hmm. rest my body, and then come back to training, have a three, four weeks uh, tough training, and fight. How long in general does it take for you to heal from your injuries from a fight? Uh, the, the cuts usually take a week mm-hmm. if you get cut. But usually, like the chains, the, the all the pain you feel in your body, it takes around a week. But actually, I feel most pain the next day. Mm-hmm. Then later, I feel better. Mm-hmm. And especially when I drink that uh, Thai drink. Oh, really? Yeah. You drink it? Yeah, I do. It's so disgusting, but I, it, it helps. <laughs> I didn't know you drink that yeah, stuff. Yeah, every fight. Every really? Fight, Who, yeah. Did you start doing that because of the Petsman guys? Yeah, yeah, the, the Thai trainers, they always told me. I didn't understand at first what they meant, but later uh, I yeah. understood. <laughs> um, for people, I forget what it's called, but it's like this black liquid Yeah. that you drink and it basically makes you shit. Yeah, it's like it detoxes your body. Yeah, it it's detoxes good. your yeah, body. Yeah, you feel good after that. Like you come back to training, you, you feel good. I always make fun of Henry Lee for having to drink all the time. I didn't know you did it too. Yeah, I do every fight. Do, does uh, the trainers here tell you to drink it? They ask me if I did. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. None always ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your trainer Noon. Uh, what is he like? Um, what do you like about working with him? Because you've been working with him for yeah, over was, a year. Yeah, it was. When I first came to Fertix, I only worked with him. Mm-hmm. So I first started with him, and uh, uh, the, our styles were different. Mm-hmm. But I learned from him a lot, and uh, I got used to working with him, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and he also like uh, he knew my style and he worked with that. He knows that uh, I don't like to 
do small uh, slow rounds you know mm -hmm. just go 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 pressure mm -hmm. um he is a late golden era fighter he fought with cow and beat him and yeah he fought uh, one sunny he knocked yeah. him out also mm -hmm. yeah um I don't actually think he got like super famous, but whenever we go to the stadium, everyone knows him. Everyone knows <laughs> yeah. him. So, and I was lucky enough about a year and a half ago, I got to see him fight out in Rayong. Yeah, I never saw him. Yeah, it yeah. was really good. He fought. Um, he fought a much younger guy. He was like uh, noon is forty something. Yeah. And he fought like a twenty-five year old. Yeah. Did you win? He won. Oh. He won. He got cut. Yeah. And, you know, it was a pretty substantial cut. He had this scar on his forehead for, like, you know, eight or nine months. It yeah. was bright pink because, you know, he's old. Mm. And he just moved around a lot and then would pick him out with his... Yeah, body that's kick. what he's good at. Like, I never saw him fight, but uh, when I spar with him, he's, uh, he's, it's so hard to spar yeah. with him. He's, he's so good. got excellent, excellent timing. Yeah. So, um... Let's talk a little bit about your finances and stuff. Um, how much money do you spend? How much money do you earn? So I had to pay for training mm -hmm. before I got sponsored by Fairfax. Mm. I had to pay for training, which is uh, 7,000 baht. Yeah, uh, it, when you I, first it, came in, it was... It's, it's 12,000 12, normally yeah. for one month. Yeah. Got dropped down gradually yeah, over yeah, time. Yeah, exactly, because I stayed here for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I used to pay for room uh, around 6,000 baht. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Uh, what about food? And food and everything doesn't cost much, like not more than 10,000 baht. And then you don't really ever go out and do anything fun. Uh, no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I used to. I yeah. used to, in my first year here, I used to, but later uh, I preferred not to. Why yeah. Why did you go out more at first, or what was that uh, like? Because of the guys at the gym, mm -hmm. uh, they were foreigners, so mm -hmm. they wanted to go out. Yeah. <laughs> so I went out, but only after fights, oh. never in training camp. Mm -hmm. But now when I moved to Fertix, they are all ties, uh, and they don't go out also, so yeah. I don't. Most of the time, the Thai guys, you know, if they go out drinking, they just, like, drink around the room. And yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't get, like, super wasted. Yeah, exactly. And then they just go to bed. Yeah, it's, it's better. Yeah. yeah. But I don't even do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, and you went home uh, earlier this year. What is it like? Because you basically live in Thailand now. Yeah. What is it like going home? Do you feel different at all yeah yeah i, I feel different uh, do you mean at the muay thai level or uh, both yeah muay thai level for sure it's different mm -hmm. uh, but other things like when i go every time i feel like like uh, the time i spent in thailand was so fast mm -hmm. like first time it was 10 months mm -hmm. i went back to lebanon like uh, last week i was in lebanon mm -hmm. you know it mm -hmm. always feels like this but now it's been also around 10 months mm -hmm. and I'm not going anytime soon because of COVID uh, yeah. so I don't know how it would feel like <laughs> whenever I would go home after being out here it always felt like I'd been out here for a long time yeah like uh, so long oh me, me the opposite and then I come home and it's like I just felt 
like everything was so different yeah you know it's like oh there's no thai people oh the food is different yeah everything felt like strange again yeah yeah i i felt it the first time but Mm -hmm. later i went two times uh, it felt normal it was okay and then what about when you go home in terms of like your muay thai level and where you're at compared to you know most people in lebanon yeah you, you feel much different like here okay you are sparring with ties sometimes you you get beat up mm-hmm. you, you don't feel good you don't feel that you are at the good level but when you go back home you just uh, like you're at a higher level yeah yeah because uh, also they're not training much mm-hmm. they're not training as much as i do they don't train every day mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the experience also is different yeah yeah, I remember going home. I mean, out here, I'm sort of like, uh, I'm okay. Yeah. But when I go back to America... You feel I'm great. like, wow, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. so good. I'm yeah. so good. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, everyone, anyone back or anyone out here would be like, oh, you're okay. Yeah. But you go home. Yeah, that's what I meant. Exactly, like, yeah. You're amazing. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, uh no, I'm not really that amazing. Yeah. Yeah, because maybe you're not highly experienced, but when you go there, you have more experience than mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. Um so what do you do with your free time? I have nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I the most exciting man in the world. Yeah. How I'll be. Uh, I uh, I watch some Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, usually my free time is in between training. Mm-hmm. So I eat, watch some Netflix, then sleep, wake up, train, mm-hmm. do the same. But after fights, I just eat more. <laughs> <laughs> I eat more and no training for a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, who are some of the fighters that you like and that have inspired you? Uh... I don't have like f- favorite fighters, but there are fighters that I watch a lot. Mm-hmm. Like Rotang, I like to watch him a lot because mm-hmm. he's, he's exciting. He's an exciting fighter. Uh, Jotzen Klai. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, some old uh, uh, legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Payakar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like him. I like also uh, Lakin. Lakin, if you know him, he's a Moimat. Mm-hmm. He's so tough. He's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if he was so famous, but I like him. Mm-hmm. And you actually got a chance to spar and work with uh, Ratang for a while. What was that like? Yeah, when he came to Fertex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he came to Fertex for like two months, two months during yeah. uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, I clinched with him and I sparred with him. Mm-hmm. It was it was good. He's he's so strong. What what was uh, clinching with him like? It was good. Is like, I don't know. Some people, I think they they think uh, Tang is not good at clinching, but he's so good. Mm-hmm. He's he's so technical. Also, he doesn't just use his power. He's mm-hmm. technical. Like he can sweep you easily. Mm-hmm. And then was it similar when you sparred with him as well? Was he mainly just strong, or he was more technical? No, it was more technical because it was sparring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was a good experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and what are some of the hard things about being out here that people don't know about? Well, for, you stay alone, mm-hmm. like the whole time you are alone. But me, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> uh, you stay away from your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're just training every day. Mm-hmm. Like even 
uh, when you get injured, what can you do? You just don't train and stay in your room. Mm-hmm. So that's what's difficult about. It. And I felt it uh, after my last fight because I got cut. I could I couldn't train for a week. So I stayed in my room. I was so bored. I just <laughs> wanted to train, get back to training. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is something that you've learned being out here that you didn't think you would learn? Some of the things. Uh, one of the things is that I do everything uh, like uh, paperwork for the immigration, mm-hmm. go do, do this for the immigration. Like I, I'm responsible about all of this. Mm. No one can help me. So I took responsibility about this and uh, like I'm learning about more. Yeah. You know, just doing everything alone. Yeah, I think that's actually really good advice or a good lesson to learn as well. Because yeah, because in Lebanon when I used to, if I want something, I have some help of mm-hmm. my father, of my mother. They yeah. know more about uh, these things, but here uh, I should do them alone. Yeah, And also I think it's a valuable lesson to learn that you need to take care of your own visa. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people get into trouble yeah. because they don't take care of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. It's not easy to do it because uh, the, uh, for the visa, they ask a lot. You have to do a lot of things. Yeah. But you should do it. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you want to stay out here. Yeah, or you get kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just wrapping things up, is there? Oh, actually, we should talk a little bit about Muay Thai Gram. Um, so you're sponsored by Muay Thai Gram now. Uh, what is that like for you? What do you like and dislike about it? Yeah, a couple of months ago, I got sponsored by Muay Thai Gram. Uh, I already followed the page uh, before, and I knew about it. Uh, it's a it's a good page. Uh, it helps me with sharing my my news, my videos, my training videos. Uh, so it's a good thing because I never take video yeah, of myself. Yeah, you're pretty I'm bad about it. Yeah, I'm just so focused on training. <laughs> I never ask anyone to take a video for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I have more training videos. Uh, the fights, highlight of the fights, they can share. They have a good page mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of followers. So it helps. And just wrapping things up, um, is there anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't talk about? All is good. All is good. Okay. Thank you so much, Omar. Thank you. So that concludes the interview with Omar. I thought it was a really great look at his past and basically his background. There's not a lot of fighters from Lebanon out there, so it's really cool to hear from him. I know there's a few other people, Ibrahim out in Sydney or uh, out in Australia. He he is in Sydney. He's at Andrew Parnham's gym. And then Yasmin, who is Lebanese-American, out of San Diego's boxing club. Then a few others that I don't necessarily know off the top of my head. But obviously, Omar doing some great things for his country and his and the sport. So really appreciate him. So next episode will be a wrap-up for the year. Just a review of some of the things I've learned from doing the podcast in 2020. Then next year, we will start off 
very strong. I plan on doing a series on Nakamoya Ying, uh, hopefully having Smila Sundell on and a few others. Um, and then the following series will be on Muay Thai in Australia. Then we will look at future themes and episodes in the future. I think I might do one on business as well. This has been On Fighting in Thailand, the best news and analysis covering the economics and infrastructure of Muay Thai. I'm Matt Lucas, journalist, commentator, and ex-Muay Thai fighter. Make stronger fighters, make stronger people.